Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us. You can ask questions about the stories. You can submit your own fan art and we can all go like, oh my God, I can't believe they made it look so cool or whatever we say. And then also uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Last time on Strangers in the Podcast. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh man. Guys, guys. Oh, we're back. Oh, my head is spinning. Danny, uh... Daddy, are you guys here? This better be the right universe. I think I might be sick. Oh. As you're moving towards this tree, a shotgun blast rings through this small glade. Yeah, we can try to talk to them, but they're blowing things up already. Who knows who they are? Just don't stick your head out. Maybe yell from around the tree, you know, like they do in like Hashin negotiations or something. You're Dottie Luskoff? We're in the right universe, okay, uh, or at least a universal the take. Right. Oh, thank the, God! Good, Daddy, shut the hell up. They have powers. Why do they have powers? No one had powers except for us, from what I knew and could remember. Yeah, I don't have any idea, Danny. But let's let's definitely, you know, be a little bit on guard here, because who knows what the hell's happening? Okay. Lucas, we're driving towards your neighborhood. <laughs> Welcome to my neighborhood, everyone. 
Are you guys driving to my house? I look over to uh to Mark. I'm like, Mark, are you fucking driving to my house? Ah, you guys found my freaking secret lab, didn't you? Okay, who, you guys better not touch my stuff. Wait. That means that's my fucking shotgun. You guys stole my shotgun? Your lab? What the heck, you guys? How did you even find my lab? It's good to see you. Do you got like a pill or something? It is good to see you too, Master Lucas. Is it time to go down there or what's going on? Well, I believe the other resident, one, would like to meet you all. Okay. Hey, but... uh, Graham, who is one? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I am unauthorized to say. Okay, well, hold on. why are you unauthorized to say your only authorization should come from Lucas and the Santiago family? Incorrect. You three head downstairs and you see the uh, Mark, Miguel, and uh, Liz all standing and working at the computer terminal that you all uh, remember being Midas's is a familiar man. Um, middle-aged, uh, blonde hair with some gray in it. Um, and as he turns around, you are greeted by the familiar and not entirely unexpected face of Chadwick Woodmore VI, uh, Chad's father. As his eyes go a bit wide and he goes, oh, it's you all. But this is our home. My mom lives here. I want to see my mom. That is something else that is <laughs> I need to talk to you about. You declared us dead, didn't you? Well, one reason I'm very surprised to see you all here is we found your corpses next to Chad. Ah, Agent. Welcome to Pineforge. It's a small, quaint town. Well, at least it was before the cataclysm. October 10th, 1996. All of Bell Mountain imploded. Some supernatural or extra-natural force destroyed half of the town, and now we have a unsanctioned militant group, the Stygians, sweeping the city, taking citizens. Can't go on like this. We need to get eyes on these anomalous teenagers we've been tracking. So far, we've only found the dead body of the heir of the Woodmore estate, and it was grisly. But you know what? I think those kids are still out there. I think they're trying to solve the mysteries of Pine Forge and find out what's happening with these strangers in the pines. pines. You guys are standing in the bunker behind Lucas's house. You are standing in shock in front of Chad Woodmore as Mark, Liz, and Miguel sort of just look away, giving you guys time to process what you heard. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I know who those are. Oh, that's awful. Oh, no. Wait, what? Uh, question. Wait. One one question though. Mm -hmm. Did you find Lucas's body? We didn't find a body, um, but we did find 
a collection of sort of a strange virus. Liz took care of it. I'm assuming that's more related to your powers than you you personally, Lucas. Oh, did it look like this? And I just like let some of my skin kind of ooze off into the black liquid. Uh, yeah, looked very much like that, but it was very much, uh, it very much liked living things and trying to get near them. So we figured that probably wouldn't uh. be the best idea. Okay, that doesn't really change my my initial presumption then. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Are you saying, you're saying that you found our bodies and we were dead? They're not but, our bodies. Oh, was, was I, was my body, was I wearing clothes with spikes on it? Uh, yes, you were wearing dark clothing, wristbands with spikes. Oh. Combat boots, things oh, of that nature. That sucks. Well, on the one hand, that does seem to have solved one puzzle. We are in the right dimension. That's one-to-one -one transmission. On the other hand, wow, I feel almost terrible. Almost not Almost. But that terrible. wasn't our fault. That wasn't our fault. We didn't we didn't mean to go into that dimension. That was an accident. Also, did everybody who went through the portal, was there just like a whole slew of weirdos filled the cave or just us? Just you. I'm assuming because you know about the portal and are talking about it. Um, you met the the Fey folk, correct? Yeah. Can you can you tell me what happened down there? I wasn't there, and I don't know why my portal exploded. There was, uh, there was like a group of these guys, uh, SWAT guys in black, and they blew a hole open in the top of the mountain, and they came in with like helicopters and machine guns and rocket launchers, and Chad was all like, blip, 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 up to the top, got a rocket launcher, shooting that. Freaking copter down. Holy shit. Bad guys over here. And then we were just kicking ass, you know, because that's kind of our thing, I guess. Uh, and as, we as you mentioned, to protect as you mentioned, Chad kicking ass, you'd see like a like the first for the first time ever, a smile creep onto um, Mr. Woodmore's face. Just like a, a very a, like a very small, proud smile. Yeah, well, so that was happening. And. Yeah, and then I think that they hit it with like with a bomber. Somebody got near the controls or something because all of a sudden the whole thing started to implode. And then the mountain was coming down and there was just like nowhere else to go. So we we had to go through the portal. That's. <sighs> Damn. Damn. <sighs> Cyrus, you son of a bitch. <sighs> Cyrus. You all know, well, you all know the town founder, right? Cyrus Blackwood. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Of course. You know, we've heard his name and seen his statues and go to his high school, hang out in his, his like, library and drive down his streets, but. No, his birthday, uh, might have known the name of every single one of his children and all his descendants might just go and study that for fun 
I don't do that. That's weird. But I think it's perfectly normal. Anyway, you are saying, sir. <clears throat> Cyrus. Um. <laughs> he's still alive. What? He, the, wasn't that from? Wasn't that from a hundred years ago? So, one of there are many many entities here in Pineforge, and different ones govern different domains and grant different powers. Cyrus was the first one to tap into these domains, and through his initial gathering of relics and power, he found a way to transfer his consciousness into a blood relative that had been prepared in a special way. And so, everyone in the Woodmore line eventually became a vessel for Cyrus. Until me, I managed to trap him in my father. But oh, like Grandpa Woodmore? Yes. So you're you're like you're an original. You're not like a copy of somebody else or some weirdo thing. No, I'm my own person. And oh no! Hence, hence why I was very I tried very hard to remove. Chad from his grandfather. Oh, uh, Chad, Chad found his grandfather. Yes. Oh, yeah, he sure did. He freed him from that mental asylum. Yes. Yeah, that was. <sighs> That's what started all this. I'm not sure where he is now. I know exactly where he is. At the oh. head of his seat in Stignian. That corporation that came into this town and is cleaning up the Black Flame Torch. That's oh, I saw some like some caution tape. The Stygian thing? That is his company. What he uses to, well, amass more power. But I mean, so basically now this town isn't just owned by, no offense to you, especially for your loss, not just run by the Woodmores, but now an even bigger, worse Woodmores. Yes, uh, I know. I'm, I know the Woodmore Corporation didn't have the best track record, but I mean, my parents hate you. Yeah, I, I, I imagine there's no enigma there. Um, now is not the time to talk about that, though. Now could not be less the time, stupid Dottie. Um, you all right, Danny? We we didn't we didn't mean to we didn't mean to go we didn't mean to go. It's 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 not our fault, right? It's not any it's, of our fault. It's not. It's not even Chad's fault. It's not. It, it might be honestly your fault, sir. No offense, because why didn't you just tell him? Then he would have never freed. His grandfather, who just, you know, uh, turned this place into Hiroshima. <laughs> Actually, I'm, Danny, it I'm is at, it is my fault. I should have been more diligent. I, I was 
I didn't recognize that a new group had come into power. You guys, I figured I had kept everything at bay. No, it's not a matter of, like, diligence. It's a matter of communication. Why didn't you just... Why weren't you... Why keep these stupid secrets? You're just like my parents. You two would get along if you learned more about each other. Yeah, but they're... They're dead. No, my parents? They're, they better no, not be. No. The, the, your parents from the other world are now... They don't have their daughter... Because your da their daughter's dead. The Dottie from that world is dead. The Danny from that world is dead. And I don't know about Lucas, but... What? They're dead. And my mom... I mean, not my mom, but... Danny's parents. I met them. And now, and now their son is dead. And he liked to wear spiky clothes. And he was friends with... A guy named Lizard, and I didn't like him, but I guess Danny did, but now he's not going to be able to like anything, or I, he's not going to be able to listen to the Prodigy, whoever they are, and I, I just, I don't, he's dead, he's dead. It's okay, man, it's, it hurts, it sucks, there's, there's nothing we can do about it, though. It sucks that the other Danny is dead. I I don't I don't know how to process any of this. I don't I just half of the people I hate I'm feeling sorry for at the moment. I don't like that because I don't I don't like hating people to begin with. Well then <sighs> don't you kinda equal out there with like no. less hate? Less hate. Oh my god goodness, are you doing my thing on me? <laughs> oh, everything's topsy-turvy yeah i wanted to return to normal i wanted to return and it's like ah there's your school it's all fine there's your parents everybody's parents it's fine nobody knows what an island mountain of fey is nobody knows what you're talking about go home eat a panini never think about eating paninis in alternate universes ever again here we are I, I'm, I'm sorry, children, I, I really am, I, Danny, you ex especially, if any, if it's anybody's fault, Dottie is right, it's mine, I, I didn't know, I didn't realize that you all had the powers you had to begin with, it wasn't until I, well, until you took the last of the charismatic wayfarer books that I even thought about, you having knowledge about what happened in Pine Forge, and at that point, I was so wrapped up in the in the project below the mountain, as well as trying to eradicate the the tunnelers or get them back to their own dimension. Um, I didn't take the proper steps to make sure that I was watching you guys, including my own son. And Did my parents know? About all this power shenanigan? No. Or were they in no. the dark? They are in the dark. So You have a talent for that. What we know right now is Chad's dead. Our doppelgangers are dead. My mom is missing. Dottie's parents are... Where? They're, as far as I, I know, they're still alive. Um, 
Danny, your mother's still alive too. Shadwick Woodmore walks over to the terminal um, in the, the bunker and grabs the chair from it, uh, sitting down as he looks at all and Olive and goes, uh, this is a long story and I'll ask you all to hold most of your questions till the end. When the Earth was young, nothing was thought of it. Just another primal, uh, primal world, short-lived animals, moving, living, breathing, something to burn out or leave alone, nothing of merit. So, in all actuality, it was left alone for millions and millions of years. And that wasn't until us. Whether it was some errant mutation or luck, somehow, when that first human looked into the stars and wondered, a light emerged, small and timid like a candle flame, but humans, like the fire, that we then harnessed, are, uh, well, short-lived in the long run compared to most of the things that exist in this universe. However, this is not a disadvantage. That human, like humans do, made more humans. That looked up and wondered, and each one of those humans made more humans, and so on and so forth, until what once was that singular candle flame became a massive, shining beacon of pure psychic energy. And the universe saw us. Humans, believe it or not, are the most valuable creatures in the universe for two simple reasons. One, the more thought we devote to an entity, such as, well, for me, it is the absence. And as he says this, he, he makes a very small, like, uh, marble-sized black hole above his finger and then dismisses it. The more thought we devote to an entity, the more power they gain. And so humans are the perfect servants. And the second reason is humans are incredibly adaptable. We can take power or, or can be gifted power by different entities. And most of us will adapt to it. I mean, just look at the three of you. Yes, but who gave me my power? That is more of a personal question. I don't have any specifics, unfortunately. But. Well, my power came from this lab. So you probably know something about it. I think it was called like the flesh that hates or something. Uh, me. Unfortunately, that doesn't ring a bell. Uh, me and your uncle after uh, Evelyn left, had a bit of a falling out and went our own separate ways. So, so most... Uh, Do you know what happened to my uncle? Unfortunately, I don't. Mm. He was here and we didn't talk and then you moved into the house and that was the first inkling that I'd gotten that he was not here anymore. Oh. But... Back to the story. So, these entities flocked to Earth in droves. Every little creature that wanted a, a taste of power came and tried to establish some sort of anything behind it, whether it be a religion, a cult, a following, a tribe, 
whatever it might be. So these entities would gather humans to fuel them and the entities would clash and we would have massive, massive wars as you know, you all saw in these ancient societies. We can see remnants of it, but for the most part, that prehistory was wiped from existence due to these entities. But luckily, humans, compared to most, most entities of similar intelligence, mutate and evolve mentally and a methodology at a level of bacteria, which might sound humbling, but when bacteria, if bacteria were as smart as us, then we would have real issues and the entities begin to have issues. We learn ways to banish them, to contain them and to destroy them. And soon they became pushed so far away from earth that humans as a collective began to reject their existence. And we became so agreed in that belief that the things in the night were figments of imagination by cold villagers huddled around fires trying to eke meaning from shadows that we made a shield around us of our subconscious thought that these things don't exist so powerful that 95% of the entities of the universe cannot breach it. That's However, good news, right? So, so what you're saying is basically this is the biggest conspiracy there ever was or ever will be most likely. Are you trying to call me out, sir? I know when I'm being called out. I don't think you do, because I don't understand why that would be calling you out. But anyway, <laughs> because it's continue. me, I'm the skeptic. But apparently of those 95 percent that can get in a certain uh, whatever the source of my. God, power sounds so comic booky. Um, Gift, uh, affliction. <laughs> Ah, uh, condition. Let's go with that. Yes, but Daddy, you're not alone. You're not the only one. So it's not just you. It's Lucas and then me. And then also these other people who seem to have powers now. Yeehaw. For better or worse, you're not alone. Yeah, now speaking of entities, uh... The bad thing about the shield is that 5% that were left or can get in are very old and very powerful. And they collect around those caves. Those caves were a product of that ancient time. They were used to basically teleport throughout the universe or throughout the universe is, to be more precise. Wow. And now, just in case, they keep themselves close to their escape routes. And there are many of these different portals and locations, some of which you are probably well aware of. The Bermuda Triangle is a notable one. The oh, Superstition Mountains of the Southwest. Yeah, I know, right? <sighs> come on. 
Hey, so that means your conspiracies were real, Daddy. What conspiracies? You know, I... the con- the skeptics conspiracies that you're always like, that ain't real. I bet. I've already figured I... that out, but yes. I bet the mountains in Fiji are another are another place. And I bet I can uh, think of more. I bet probably. I can think of more. I'm not certain of all of them offhand there. I will say there is also a lot of misinformation out there, which. We got the pyramids, definitely. Right. And then like the Easter Island with the giant heads. That's got to be You know what the weird thing is? What? Neither of those were are are actual anomalous places. The pyramids were designed using pie and the Easter Island heads were just used made using slave labor. I, the weirdest thing is all the crazy stuff isn't super crazy and all the normal stuff is actually really crazy. One of the things that you're going to find out, and I'm sure you're all are pr- pretty well aware of, humans are very weird creatures. <laughs> Honestly, I much yeah. prefer dealing with entities than dealing with humans because entities are de- way more predictable compared to our crazy species. But... Eh... With anything like this, anything that's rare, there is a market for it. There is a massive underworld based around these entities and the people and creatures they make, as well as the items that are created from them. When, you know, when magic, as some people might call it, actually exists, it tends to be something sought after. And many organizations, for better or worse, have formed around gates and around the management of these things, including us and he motions around the room. For the longest time, since before Pine Forge was Pine Forge, we have had the strangers. Those of us that look after the gate, that take and monitor the things that come through it and either find out if they are malicious, if they are injured, and what their story is, and either try to help them adapt to this new world, get them home, or if they threaten the people of this world, and the other entities that have come to call this world home, we destroy them. And who are we to be the judge of all that? There's no one else. It's not something that is good or bad. It's just something that is. So as you all are talking, Danny, you go into your quiet space And as you slowly see the trees form around you, instead of standing next to the pool of magma, the first thing you see when you're in your quiet space is normally the trees in the pool of magma. That is not at this time. As you enter the quiet space, you find yourself sitting in a stone bench. Actually, looking around, you realize it's more of a stone throne. You see... Five of these demonic heads that you remember from your trip in the other dimension. 
sitting at different positions in a semicircular table in front of you. They appear to be arguing. Danny's very confused, you know, like this isn't his quiet space. So he like. If he could, he'd go into his quiet space in his quiet space, but I don't think it uh, it works like that. So like he's just going to kind of like nervously look around the room to see, you know, if there's like an exit or, you know, something like that. But uh, I think he shuffles and and uh, um, as you you sort of manifest and are looking around, uh, you see one of the heads sort of a a little bit wider in the cheekbones and the the angles of this skull are cut a little bit softer than the rest um as this this skull is very some of the others are very fiery this one is very muted the 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 embers are pulsing very slow and deep in this 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 floating creature oh arclight you're here and it sees me hello it's okay uh, you watch as the rest of the heads turn towards you um, as they all lower their head and in a multitude of voices uh, say, Hail the Arclight Flame. They raise their heads and look at you. As uh, uh, one of them with a much, uh, much more uh, sharply cut head looks uh, at you, it's a lot more fiery, too, as you see kind of the, the sides of its mouth are curved up in this grin. This head looks at you. Oh, sir, it is very nice to meet you. <laughs> it has been so long since we've had a head of house. I think Danny Danny looks down at his hands. Uh, um, is it his normal human hands? No, your hands... What what was what was there is now just blue. You you can't even tell if it's fire, magma, or energy, but it's just blue light and blue heat where your body is. Obviously it's in the shape of your fingers and your hands. Nothing's distorted or anything, but you're just you're it's not your normal hands. I think this like confuses him, but he like He'll look up and, and he'll kind of look around the room and he'll say, who, who are you? Where, where's my dad and where is the forest? Oh, oh. we apologize. We apologize. The, the more softer, softer cut, deeper embered uh, skull says, we, we didn't mean to, to pull you here, but, um, that that still exists. The poodle's still here. We just, when when we felt your energy into this place, we decided that uh, it would be best to talk to you. Um, I believe introductions are in order. I and the rest of these people are your council. We. Are the ones that you picked up, remember? Lord Arclight? Danny in his in his mind's eye flashes back to the uh um the chamber, the uh, the geothermal chamber uh where he took in he took in all of the uh the thermals that were trapped there. 
So as you remember that, you do remember the, those demonic faces. And thinking back on it more, you remember the there there were a group that were pressed up against that glass that were slightly larger and more imposing than the others. And looking looking at the these five floating heads, you realize that these are these same entities. Lord Arclight, are you are you okay? You seem a bit shocked. Do not remember us? Is everything all right? No, I, I I remember you. I just I I don't understand what's happening and I don't know why I'm blue. I'm not normally blue. Normally normally I'm myself and then if I go into the pool of lava I turn into fire in the real world. So this is some adjustment that I'm going to have to to get used to, I guess. But are you are you my friends or are you my enemies? We're your counsel. Mm. I I suppose we can be both, but at least for right now we we're compatriots. You are a king. We will always oh. serve the king. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, kings have councils, but I don't understand how I, I became a king. But I guess I'm feeling a little bit better knowing that you're my friends. Yes, we are here to help you. Do not worry. Okay. So, well, do you mind if we give ourselves some introductions? I feel that's only fair. Yes. As you seem very disjointed, um, this sort of softer skull sort of forms a small disc from a, a, a piece of this stone as it sort of turns to magma um, as it floats over to you. Try this. It should help you calm down. I know it can be a bit overwhelming. Uh, oh, okay, but I, I just, I came here to, I came here to, to calm down, but I don't, I don't want to turn into fire in the real world. This isn't going to make me turn into fire in the real world, is it? No, I don't think so, at least. Okay, well, I'll, I'll try it. Uh, he, he picked, he picks it up. <laughs> what, is it something where he sips from or like? No, it's like a chunk of, of molten rock. Does he just put his hands on it and like absorb energy or whatever? Uh, exactly. So you basically touch it and you feel this energy flow into you. And it's the same sensation you get whenever you eat your mother's like homemade chicken soup or like warm chocolate chip cookies. It's just a very familiar, comforting warmth that fills you. And you just kind of feel yourself calm you feel that sort of anxious butterflies in the pit of your stomach dissipate as you just feel calm. Is that better? I thought that might help. Yes. Yes, that... that I feel much better now. What is your name? Well, I don't think you're versed in the thermal tongue very well, so I will tell you my name given to me by the humans. I 
in Pele. As uh, as she uh, as this creature says this, uh, the others go around and introduce themselves. I am Ungin. Andrus. Redegast. And you see the last head? Uh, sort of like tilt and like Cockett's, Cockett's smile uh, coyly and just goes, That's a matter for debate at the moment. I'm not one to be tied down by such... Mmm... Monograms. So, when I figure out a decision, I will tell you post-haste. We are your counsel. Each, we're here to support you and lend you aid in times of trouble, uh, says Pele. So, now that we've made our introductions, I believe it's time to send you on your way. I feel much better. I appreciate that. Of course. And any time you should want to talk to us, simply return here. Uh, as you uh, feel yourself move from the council seat as this whole scenery just shifts as you sort of melt into the land you don't feel bad but you just you feel different um as you're moved away and then you manifest going back to your full normal well relatively normal still very much blue energy body um next to the familiar pool of magma as you see sitting on the edge your dad sort of kicking away in the pool of magma. Hi, Dad. The American Territories, North Dakota, the year 1887. A man flees for his life, hunted by his former compatriots. The sun sets in the distance, and he knows there is little hope for him. The man's name is Ezra Gray, and he has accumulated a fearsome reputation in his 28 years. He's been known as many things in his time, bank robber, murderer, and cattle rustler, to name a few. But as he rounds into an abandoned church, hoping to find peace and sanctuary, the sound of his doom echoes in the distance. This is Pit of the West. A weird Western podcast written by Tanner Adams and produced by B. Wynn, with main cast voices by Patrick Kilday, Billy Norris, and Matt McCann. So, Lucas and Dottie, you guys are still talking to Chad. Danny's being very quiet, um, but other than that, he's normal. I have one more piece of information for you all. I need help. I need help with all of this. I need help protecting Pine Forge. And you all are powerful, reasonable, and from what I can tell, share the same intention as me. Well, yeah, we want to protect Pine Forge. I mean, it sort of just kind of turned out that way because mere creatures were killing people and well, I guess they weren't really killing them. They were going to, sort of. Anyway, long story short, I guess that's sort of what we've been doing. Well, if you if you like, I have some tools here that uh in, in my bunker. Uh 
technically it's not your bunker. It wasn't your uncle's bunker either. You know what? That semantics, I'm not gonna worry about it. Yes, in your bunker, yes. Lucas is definitely like, was giving him the, a face of like, oh, are you sure this isn't my bunker? Because I'm pretty sure I found it, you know? Uh, he's like, yep. Okay, cool. So there's some tools in my bunker. Honestly, we didn't uh, find like most of the things that were in here. We didn't have that much time before the mountain and everything was going crazy. Well, between Midas and Evelyn's obsession with security, although in mine as well, it's not unwarranted. Most of the stuff in here is coded, hidden, or trapped. So honestly, you're you're probably lucky you didn't explore too much. Yeah. Well, I've got questions about like the flesh that hates, but we can talk about that some other time. Um. So first of all, and I hand him the card back, and I'm like, we got to figure out what's going on with this card and my mom, because that's that's not cool. Got to find my mom. Uh, otherwise, I think. At least, I I don't know about these guys. It has been pretty freaking crazy, but, you know, I'm I'm down to clown, as they say. That is very true. Um, well, I'm glad that at least you're down to... God, is that what the kids really use these days? Um... I have never heard that before in my life, sir, to be fair. Okay. This yeah. is just, this is just a Lucasism. I, no, no, I no, do no. not claim She's, him. She's definitely from Pine Forge. You know, the cool kids talk like me. Everyone else talks like Dottie. Oh, okay. (laughs) Being an employee of the Woodmores is not how I saw my life going. You would not be an employee for me. Together, we are all united. Together, we stand alone, blank faces in the pines. Being a stranger isn't about who you work for. It's about helping Pine Forge. The only reason... Okay, employee of Pine Forge I can get behind. Yeah, we're basically public servants, right? That's what you always wanted, Dottie. You're like, let's save the rainforest. Let's I save would the not say houses. that was like my career let's ambition. Streets. Do you let's... want to be a nurse, Lucas? Was that what you've always wanted to be? Just whatever your parents are? No, obviously, I wanted to be a sick-ass skateboard person, pro skater, but... You know they have day jobs. No, they don't. Tony Hawk, he, I mean, he has, like, a clothing company and skateboards. I'm going to sell shit, and I'm going to do cool flips, bitch. Sorry, that, I was just... I, I got yeah, caught I got in a little moment. ahead of yourself there, did you? I'm sorry, Dottie, I got caught up in the it's moment. It's all right. I mean, I wanted to be a curator at a museum. Ooh, no. I, I think that'd be perfect for you. Yeah, it's never going to happen now, is it? Why? Um, look at us. You're only 16. You got a lot of life to live. I can always clone you if you want half of you to go learn about that and you can stay here. As Lucas, as you use that phrase to Dottie, um, you see uh, Mr. Woodmore look away and sort of like look down. He He, he looks... Upset is the closest word that you could probably use to describe him. And maybe we shouldn't talk about our futures right now. In fact, I know we said we should stick together. Now that we've stuck together enough, I just want to go to my parents. Yeah, 
by myself. I, that's fine. I, well, I mean, Lucas, do you have anywhere to stay? Uh, I mean, I got my house, but I guess... You shouldn't go to your house alone. Yeah, I, I guess my mom's not there. Lucas? I, I don't know. I, Lucas, I don't know. You, I, can, you can stay in your home and I'll be... I'm living in the bunker now. I can protect you. Don't worry. My hand, my hand turns into claws, and I'm like, I'm not too worried about being protected. And they go back. I'm just, yeah. I mean, my mom's gone. I gotta, I gotta find her. I just give me like two or a couple hours, and I will help you find your mom, Lucas. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dottie. I, I will. Dottie, I have I, a I promise. I have a question for you. How are you going to go back to your house? Your parents think you're dead. They buried you. Oh, shit. Oh. Wait, I know. Oh. I, I know, Dottie. I, I did this before. I can I can do that thing, remember? Uh, no. I can give them a different memory. No. Do not do that. Do not screw with my parents in any way, shape, or form. I mean, all. I can make it like they didn't bury you. No, we're going to face the future and the knowledge of all of the crap that has happened together. I am not living a lie anymore. I've lived a lie apparently my entire life. You're going to tell him you're a druid? Yes. Wait. And okay. uh, that's going to go wonderfully, I can tell. But, um. Dottie, you're a druid? Uh, apparently. That's what the fey lady called her. What was the fey lady's name? She was really tall. She also wanted to crush me and put me in a bubble, and that was not cool. Uh, I sympathize with her on that count. Have you... Mr. Woodenworth sits down at, like, at the laptop and starts, like, typing away at something, um, and he, he's muttering a few, like, numbers to himself as he, like, spins around the chair and looks at you. Dottie, did, did, did you meet a... A woman? Have you met? Have you met? She would be older looking now. Um, have sort of a, a similar vibe as you. Yeah, you really do have to be more specific. But sadly, I do think I know what you're talking about. Yes, I'm. I uh, yes, I did meet. Uh, basically, I think Mother Gaia herself. Uh, Wait, sitting what? with her dulcimer out on a in a dream, which really? oh, oh boy, uh, did I that's, tell you about this? No, no, that's pretty crazy. I guess we got a lot to talk about. Okay, we can go, Mr. We can go over to your house and we can dish. <laughs> hey, remember the time you killed somebody? Still haven't forgotten that. Anyway, I, I brought him back to life. Oh yeah, you know for kicks and giggles. Um, no, because I didn't mean to kill anybody. <sighs> Oh, for God's sakes. How is this our life now? Dottie? Um, Dottie, um, don't, don't go back to that and don't use your powers. Excuse me? That woman that you met was not Mother Gaia. She was, she was a friend of mine. She was the last druid, or 
Well, she was the last druid of the growth before you. Don't use my powers in the face of a paramilitary occupation of the town? Also, it's really convenient because she can, like, make us go through trees or something weird. Do you have an explanation for this? That isn't just screw you and your power specifically, Dottie? Um, Evelyn died at the end of the cataclysm. All, all powers, no matter where they come from, have a cost. I didn't want to tell you all because you're young and it's limited on you. But this, the powers you get, no matter where they, they come from, don't come cheap. You, the more you use your power and the stronger you get with your power, the more inhuman you become. And the more inhuman you become, well, you start to manifest what at least the strangers call corruption. It can be anything from different personalities to mutation to a complete transformation if given enough time. But everybody is going for that. Why that's, me? That's Why called is puberty. It a uh, no, it's called power. When you get power of any kind, like, say, the power to have a corporation, there's a monopoly over the town. Uh, it, it it gets this thing called corruption. Did you know? Didn't really stop you, though. Hmm, weird. But why is it, why is she in particular? We all have powers. You're telling me specifically, don't use my power, Ephraim. Well, the reason I'm, you know, 45 and she was an old woman, the growth, the more corrupted you become, the faster you age. She was 47. I don't believe she looked like a 47-year-old to you, did she? What the hell? And What'd she look like? <laughs> Whistler's mother. Uh, what's that? Oh, for God's sakes. An old lady. Oh, okay. So, that's not the worst part. The, the patron you get your powers from is called the Adler home and it is the planet but the problem with your patron is it's not one type of power your powers the ones that affect plants and that sort of life is called the growth the other power is called the hunt and these two always fight over the Adler home. Unfortunately, Evan Evelyn had a sister. And now she controls the throne. And as you've probably assumed, she is the queen of the hunt. And since you are a druid, 
Now, your powers no longer come from the growth. They come from the hunt. Well, better start running. And for a second, Dottie gets this cruel smile on her face. And then she says, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. That's I'm joking, I think. Yeah, we'll go with that. I want to. Where does she live? I mean, we can talk this out. I, I'd like not to uh, shrivel into a raisin, not before even going to California. Well, I will tell you this. At least now, you're not going to shrivel into a raisin. But do any of you know? Well, probably not. <laughs> oh, that was before your time. Uh, never mind. There's, there's actually something, there's a reason I, I wanted to talk to you about that. We've had attacks in Pine Forge recently, and from what I can tell and what I've gathered, it's a creature of the hunt. In fact, I was going to ask in your assistance in tracking and getting it almost like you're asking for me to hunt the hunter that is what strangers do I'm I want to know everything about druids but also nothing about druids and I also why me it has to have a connection with my family my family isn't just I mean, it, it, it's too much of a coincidence we can, that they're we, into ecology. We can, you know, we can talk about it later. Of I'm, course, of course. I'm, I'm, we have a lot to discuss. Do you got a book? Uh, as you say that, uh, we go back to Danny. Danny, you're at the pool, and your dad's there. Hi, Dad. Hi, Danny. He stands and, and comes over to you, um, arms out for a hug. I'm really glad to see you. Because I, I was just in a weird place with some strangers. They said that they were friends, and one of them helped me out. She said her name was Pele. I think she's nice. The other ones I'm not sure about yet, but I don't, I don't know why they're here. I mean, I know why they're here. I just, I don't know how they're here. This, this space is a manifestation of your power it is to you that like this is a real space that you have created and it's where your power lives as he motions to the pool which is now once is now even bigger than it was before it's now it's it's so big now that you can't see the other side of it because you pulled them in um they are part of your power now they said that I was their king, and I i don't understand how I became their king, or if I was their king all along, but I guess that would make sense why I'm more powerful now. Honestly, I, I don't really know, Danny. I'm... I didn't... Until I woke up here, I didn't know anything about this power or what it contained. And 
I haven't been able to obviously research it at all in here. Um, but I have been able to, well, traditionally research, I guess. I have been able to figure out how some stuff works. But if this is a real place, then does that mean that you're still alive? And does that mean that you can come back into the real world and 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 we can be a family? I'm I exist here. But my my body is gone. The only thing that's me is my mind and it's more inhabiting this this energy here. I I don't know if we'll be able to be a family again, but I can tell you this much. I'll always be here for you. It kind of sounds like I'm trapping you here, but it's I don't want that to be the case. It's not I'm not trapped. I can leave, but if I do, I will die. But I I also very much I like it here. I feel like I can protect you or at least be here for you. And so I I don't want to leave, Danny. Yes, I like having you here. So, well, I'm glad. Ah. Oh. Danny goes in for a, a big hug, kind of out of character and like unprompted, just like uh, just hit with all this emotion all of a sudden, just a, a big a big hug. He he hugs you back and and smiles and goes, "I'm I'm I haven't said this yet and I've wanted to for a long time. Danny, I'm very proud of you. This is this is amazing." Yes, it's it's hard it's hard to describe, but amazing is a good way to put it. I mean, I'm not not this. I mean, you. Look at everything you've done. It's um, I mean, there's been good, there's been bad, but you you aren't as you aren't as timid as you used to be. You aren't you are, you're growing up and I'm just very, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you literally watch this, this, uh, him move a hand to his eye and like wipe away a tear that's not there. Maybe more out of reflex than, um, you know, real biology, but he looks down and he goes, I'm just, I'm very proud, Danny, but and I don't want to seem like I'm rushing you. But I think your friends need you outside. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back to see you. And, and maybe you can help me figure out if the council is my friend. Or if they're my friends or if not. Absolutely, Danny. I'm always here for you. Okay. Bye for now. Bye for now, Danny. I'll see you when you come back. And he pats you on the head, and uh, you open your eyes, and you're back in the basement. So, you all stand before Mr. Woodmore, and he goes, Alright, so, this is something that, that we all need to tackle. And I mentioned it earlier to you, Dottie, but you all died here 
And there was funerals for you all. Not only do you... You had a funeral for Lucas? Yes. I guess you probably just assumed he was gone. I mean, even if we couldn't find the body, it's we was we were still going to have a funeral. Is it because you knew that I was together with Danny and Dottie most of the time? Yeah. Like why did they assume that I was gone? I I assumed that you were gone. I as soon as I, I saw the other bodies, I figured something had happened and when dimensional energy especially with that particular portal starts to malfunction or become wild things can happen of abnormal origin that's so you why thought i got like turned to paste something of that nature i figured whatever after i found you you all at the or you, your alternate selves and the portal I figured that whatever goo I had found was you. And so I'm. And so I gathered whatever ashes I could of the of the virus that we torched and uh, we buried it. Well, that was very considerate. It's the least I can do. You guys were friends with Chad. Friends, we were, yes, sir. Yeah, and I'd like elbow Lucas in the in the chest, like more like casual rivals. No, great friends. He really was the best of us. He really was the best of us. Always looking out for us. Really, a dipped around really fast. He was really kind of hard to get hands on, if you know what I mean. Really kind of annoying. Chad was a bully. He was a bully, but... Wow! Yeah. God! Yeah, he was a bully. He's yep. also dead. He's not what? exactly here to defend himself, is he? He helped us. He he was a bully, but he helped us, and... He did. I think that we want to believe that he liked us, but he didn't show it very well. Yeah. I. He saved us. I will he be saved the first, us a few times. I will be the first to admit that my son was abrasive. Um, and honestly, most of that is, is my fault. I wanted to, I raised him ignorant and I, I wanted it to him to laugh off anything of the supernatural. Anything yeah, of that nature. He, he certainly tried to do that <laughs> until he started, you know, like dipping through shadows or whatever. Yeah, he does. actually laughing off the supernatural sounds more like Dottie. Maybe your, your Dottie's father Wow, please take that back and never speak of that again. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I see what you did there, though. That was a good one. Thank you. So. I guess that that was what I guess you would call a, a joke. <laughs> but I guess some jokes aren't that funny. It's, Sorry, Dottie. Let's move on. <sighs> so, first things first. Would you all, at least for now until we figure out a way to alter the collective memory of the town, be up for disguises. No! For God's sakes, we just had to play a role in an alternate dimension, and I hated it. I want to be myself. I want to be myself with my real parents who don't have fake tans and, you know, Oshkosh Bigosh clothes. 
and you know, <laughs> you know, Vogue haircuts. I don't. I I will just tell them the person who's died isn't me. Hi, I'm Dottie. I'm sure that's going to go really well. I actually can't wait, and I will bring popcorn. Great, cool. You can sit on the sidelines. No, the entire reason I want to be back here is not so I can go to war against some corporation. I want to be here for my family. Then I'll go to war with whatever, whatever corporation you want me to go to war with. I'll go to war with ExxonMobil, if you ask me. Just let me spend time with my family. That makes sense because they had that oil spill and everything. It just makes sense that you would go to war with them because you're like the nature one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Just whip out your like cool whip and, and you'll show Exxon who's the bitch. Lucas, you cursed. Yeah. Lucas, we don't call it. Exxon Mobil, bitch. We call them evil, all right? Well, okay. Exxon Mobil sure. aside, whether or not, Dottie, whether or not you want to go with an evil corporation is understandable, but I will say this. The evil corporation is already at war with you, and... Yeah, no, I will get around to it. Just let me spend... Please let me say hello to my family if it goes poorly i'll come back here and say you're right boy oh boy the woodmores always had the best idea and best intentions for this town and dumb little dotty luzkoff needs to sit in the corner and ponder her life because she's wrong about everything but well, please yeah, let me spend time with my family no stop quick question so you're saying that old grandpa woodmore is actually cyrus Blackwood? Yes. And I mean Chad had to tell him about us. I can't imagine he wouldn't be bitching about us because he just bitched about everything. No, no, that's no, he's right on that one. And not only that. That means he's gotta know that we had powers. He do you think he's specifically out to get us? Yes. You've made a point. Yeah. I was, thank you, Lucas. I was coming around to that and I didn't want to. So right now he thinks we're dead. Yes. But he's probably got our parents, well, you guys' parents under surveillance. Yeah. Your mom is missing too, Lucas. Yeah. I mean, I'll find her for sure. What if he has her? All right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. We're back in this world now. I can't just go hog wild. I've got to remember who I am. I'm Dottie. I'm very reasonable. I'm everybody's favorite because I'm so reasonable. (laughs) And Dottie, you said earlier that you were always wrong, but that's not right. You're not always wrong. Just some of the time. You better be very careful with where you go next with this. (laughs) Very careful. You know, like you're right, like two or three times. Hey, leave her be, guys, for just a moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not. This isn't an end all catch all. You will be able to see your parents again. But for that to happen safely, I need your help. 
I need your I've help. I've got to be patient. I need your help to yeah. save Pine Forge. We can. It's we can, all about compromising. I stopped him once. We can do it again. Uh, Mr. Woodmore stands before all of you and sort of raises up a little bit, standing taller. As he says, you can help me save Pine Forge. And in all honesty, I don't know if I can save it without your help. You all are young, powerful, and determined individuals. And so, while you don't have to do this, and I'll, you'll never be forced, I would like you to join the strangers. I would like you to help us fight. I want to save Pine Forge, and you want to save Pine Forge. Will you join me? As he offers out a card, and on it, it is three interlocking triangles pointing down. This is the symbol of the strangers. Beneath the pines we stand. Always watching, never seen. This is what I ask of you. Will you join me? Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.